Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, my little friends. Breaking news on Herman Cain. We are just getting uh, word that he has passed away due to coronavirus complications. We know that he had been hospitalized after he was diagnosed with COVID-19. You want to be able to trace it, put him out, and just as... Uh, Congressman, COVID, uh, Congressman Louis Gomer says that he doesn't have any symptoms. Um, there could be other people like that. So. President Trump has openly floated an idea uh, that has never happened in this country's history. That is delaying the presidential election when, of course, his own term is up to your vote. But some of the things inside of Defund the Police, I really understand, like having officers who are clinically trained to deal with certain situations. I think all of those things are helpful. But taking money from the police department um, to to make the police department smaller, I've got troubles. If you have goggles or an eye face or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, it's not universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it. No time for pleasantries. Too much to get to today. I am loaded for bear. I am hot. I am trying to keep it controlled. There's a story about Tuka Rask, Boston Bruins goalie, that has me so mad right now. We're going to get to that a little bit later on in the show. Dr. Fauci telling us to wear goggles. Goggles now? We're doing that thing? The Boston Globe tells us that no unemployment benefits do not keep people from seeking work. Really? That's interesting. We're going to go over that a little bit later in the show. Oh, and the president said maybe we should think about moving the election. Yeah, there's that too. So we got plenty to get to here to help me break all of that and more down is media conglomerate TV sensation and reporter for The Hill, Joe Concha. Joe, it's been a while. Good to talk to you again. BB, I'm a conglomerate. Conglomerate Concha. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I just saw you on I'm Fox. internationally right? known because I'm known to rock the microphone. Well, like let's, start, let's start with this. There, there's two things that you tweeted, one good, one not so good uh, mm. today. This Herman Cain stuff, for those that don't know Herman Cain, former presidential candidate, 999, that's, that was the big Herman Cain thing. He passed away today due to coronavirus. Herman Cain was at the Trump Tulsa rally. He was there not wearing a mask. And people have flocked to Twitter to, for lack of a better term, Joe, and you correct me if I'm overstating this, to just dance on his grave and score some sort of political points about this. And as you tweeted out, it is really ugly. Ugly, evil, soulless. I mean, it's three minutes after the announcement of of this guy's death, Herman Cain. Not just this guy, right? He, He was the CEO of Godfather Pizza. He came up from poverty. He went against the narrative because he was a Republican, supported the president. And that's why people are dancing on his grave right now. And look, I just saw a picture. I think it was about three days ago. Andrew Cuomo, uh, the governor of New York, Democrat, went to Georgia and was at an event indoors, not wearing a mask and not just not socially distancing, hugging people. So if the governor of New York is uh, a test positive for coronavirus at some point, 
are we all going to see these same people saying, see, it's important to wear a mask? No, of course not, because he's fainted. Yeah, if if Fauci somehow got it, and I'm not wishing this on anybody. I've been saying this for a long time. But would people flock to Twitter to go, remember that picture at the Nationals game when he didn't have his mask on? Like, look, I think there's a legitimate discussion here about masks, about that. I always thought that Tulsa rally was a bad idea, although I don't even know specifically if he got it there. But that was a bad idea. But there is a thing about time and place, right? And... This seems a little soon, no? <laughs> right. A little soon as in, like, you know, 90 seconds after. Um, yeah, look, I think we were both in agreement. We probably even talked about it, that the Tulsa event was a bad idea because this is an indoor contagion, right? It started off in cruise ships, nursing homes, subways, uh, meatpacking places, you name it, right? And it seems to be having an effect in places that are particularly hot and down south, which tells you there's probably something going on with the air conditioning. I'm not a medical expert, but I'm just – looking at the numbers, where they're jumping, and why it's happening. And it seems it's because people are indoors and they're close together, and that's what the Trump rally was. And that's why, you know, it maybe felt half the arena because probably some people were freaked out, like, you know what, I can watch this on TV. <laughs> I don't have to actually go. So I, I just see Twitter, though. It's such a horrible place. And then I even put up that tweet that you mentioned that, you know, this is evil and soulless, that, that people are dancing on his graves. And the responses I got were so horrific that I deleted the tweet because I didn't want to read it anymore. It, it, it was depressing that there's people that – let's put it this way. I come from a school that when you want to say something to somebody, you pick up the phone, you call them, right? And people on Twitter, they're so brave behind their little keyboards and their phones, aren't they? They wouldn't, they wouldn't have half the balls to ever do that uh, to somebody's face if they had to. And, and that's just how things are now. And that's why I think, D.B., honestly, we're never going to be a united country again. No way. I agree. I don't, I don't see that per- – yeah, no, no, of course not. It's impossible. The, the left has become so angry and unhinged, as we've seen, that how could you see them say, you know, this Republican president that we have, let's say like eight years from now, four years from now, whatever, uh, you know, maybe I could support him. Nah, I don't see it. I, I don't see how. I mean, I, during a pandemic, we're, we're, we're tearing each other apart. And it's I saw just... someone say, you know, obviously the John Lewis funeral is going on right now and George W. Bush is there. And someone said, what's he doing there? What's he doing there? He was a president who got along great with the guy. That's what he's doing there. Right. But remember Bush and the treatment that he got, you know, before there was a Trump, there was the Bush and it was just as ugly towards him. The difference with Bush was he didn't engage back. Right. He just tried to take the high road. Uh, but, yeah, it doesn't matter. even John McCain, who was, you know, obviously passed uh, a year or two ago when, when he was running for president and the things that were said about him in terms of his age, his health. He's this uh, old angry guy. Get off my lawn. He was called a racist. But then, you know, once he went against Trump, then suddenly everything's OK. again. So it's all phony. It's all phony. And when people say, you know, George W. Bush, he was a good guy. <laughs> he didn't say that for eight years. That the hell's for sure. Well, we're speaking to Joe Concha from The Hill. And, Joe, you have an excellent article today. One of the reasons why I want to get you on. I bet a lot of people didn't see this, but Tyler Perry was on with uh, Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. Now, if I tell you Tyler Perry's going to be on, on Anderson Cooper, I think you would guess sort of what the conversation was going to be and what was going to be said, right? Well, you'd have been wrong. Tyler Perry went on Anderson Cooper to say, as you have written, Joe, we don't need less police. We need more police. I use the police. I need the police. We need the police. And he's supported the police. This isn't just him coming out and saying this now. He's done fundraisers for them. He's been publicly outspoken about this. He's gone against the narrative. So, uh, you know, it's a shame that Tyler Perry is about to be canceled forever. You know, they're saying this probably. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't see the snark that I usually see from Anderson Cooper, which, 
you know, he used to be a journalist, and now he is king of the eye roll and sigh, and just it, it's just so pathetic. But during this, actually, Tyler Perry was making a lot of sense, so I didn't hear a lot of uh, clapback from from Anderson Cooper. But yeah, uh, it, it makes sense, even in the African African American community. I, I, if you, if you, if you poll them, uh, they'll tell you, no, we don't want the police to fund it. Reform, okay. You want to train these guys better or have more training after they're on the job just to make sure X, Y, Z is taken care of? I believe Tyler Perry talked about, you know, more clinical training in certain situations. Great. I, I, I'm all for that. You could always improve everything. Uh, but in the end, uh, it, was, it was brave of them to do that, quite frankly. <laughs> but as you said, probably not a lot of people saw it because I think the July ratings came out and Fox News is now doubling – and it always has CNN, but they're even 1 million viewers above what they had in 2016. So in other words, 2016 Fox averaged 2.4 million viewers in uh, July 2016 in primetime. Now they're at 3.4 million viewers. So I hear a lot of people mad at Fox, including the president, saying they're, they're supposed to reelect me. They're not doing their jobs correctly. Well, I guess Fox is doing something right because they've really seen a big jump despite losing O'Reilly, Megyn Kelly, Greta Van Susten. Remember, that was their pride time, and now only Hannity's left, but they've been replaced by Tucker and Laura Ingram and, and quite easily, quite frankly. Well, one of the reasons why they're doing so well is because they're not them. And what I mean by them is the people today that were reporting that GDP fell by 33% today. And yeah. you, among others, quickly corrected that they haven't. They, it, it's not good news no matter how you slice it, Joe. It was a horrific drop for the, for the GDP. But they purposely, it seems like, went with a faulty narrative on this thing. Yeah, uh, the GDP dropped when you when you go from Q1 to Q2, 9.5%. That's horrible. That's the worst drop we've seen since 1947, or I think even you have to go back to the uh, the Great Depression, quite frankly, a decade before that. So, yeah, it's horrible. But to say that the economy uh, lost its, its uh, gross domestic product by a third in one quarter, no. It's, and it's hard to kind of explain, but it's basically they're basing it based on assumptions over an annual period. So, in other words, if we continue to see all the spending cuts and all the closures that we saw in Q2, in Q3, and Q4, then, yes, you'll get the 32%. But, of course, that can't apply here because we already see most businesses reopening when they may not have been open in the beginning of Q2. But, again, it's just it's like you said about Twitter earlier where – you don't even wait for the dust to settle on anything. You just run out half-cocked with little information, and you throw out some bombastic thing, and then whatever happens, happens. You've picked a side, so you don't care. That seems to be what everybody's doing now on TV, in newsprint, and on social media. Yeah, it used to be, uh, you know, if you were fair and accurate, that was the minimum requirement to keep your job. Now, it's like you're an anomaly. People like, Joe, you're actually fair. You, just call, you call balls and strikes. I'm like, isn't that what everybody's supposed to be telling? But, of course, you're right. They, they, they pick a well, side, and, and they usually scare tactics. And there are no, there's no accountability if you get something wrong because the news cycle moves so fast. You're already on to the next story three hours later, and the executives don't care because they're not actually concerned about journalism. They're concerned about entertaining their viewers or their readers. And by doing that, that means telling them exactly what they want to hear instead of what they should hear, B.B. In the interest of balls and strikes, too, and to make the point, Joe, as you well know, the president tweeted today that, hey, maybe we should think about moving the election. Your reaction on that one? Never has ever happened in the history of this country, including during World War II. All right, I think that would be probably a pretty good precedent to start with. Uh, look, it, it reeks of desperation, quite frankly. Um, this is a president who knows that he has everything going against him right now. Pandemic and social issues do not play well into the Trump message, right? And, and the fact that this 
this thing, and I thought by July, end of July, going into August, that we'd be past the health stage of the pandemic, and then we'd have to worry about economic recovery. And we've already seen, you know, a pretty good economic recovery, GDP not aside. The, the S&P is up 20% in the second quarter, which tells you something, right? The businesses are probably still doing very well. So all of that said, uh, I, I think he sees the writing on the wall. He can't believe that he's actually trailing to Joe Biden, who I would call the worst presidential candidate in my lifetime. I mean, what, the caucus? I mean, who else am I going to put up in that, that conversation? Who's that? Carrie? Yeah, Carrie. Right. But 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 at least they were coherent in their thoughts. Right. Biden is not. And then Trump sees the polls and he's like, wait, what, what's going on? Every swing state I'm trailing in. I get his thought process, though, if, if, if I may, VB, um, that. He was spied upon by the Obama administration. I think that that's pretty clear, right, going in. And then we had a Russia investigation for two and a half years, which turned up nothing in terms of collusion. And then he's impeached over that. Remember the Ukraine call? Boy, that feels like five years ago. Impeached over that? Kind of flimsy. So he, he doesn't trust anything because why would he trust anything? So I guess if enough people get in his ear, particularly right-wing commentators that say mail-in voting doesn't work, even though Trump has, you know, actually used mail-in voting – uh, then he probably believes it, and he probably does think he has a legitimate gripe. So I think half of it is, you know, he knows he's losing, and half of it is he really doesn't trust the system. Still, all that said, when you say let's delay the election, that doesn't play well in any capacity. It looks like you're afraid. Last one, Joe Concha. Um, the guy that Trump sort of doesn't like right now, Dr. Fauci, because he's got higher ratings than him, as Trump said. Fauci yeah. told Good Morning America that, Hey, if you got goggles, you should probably start wearing them. So my question for you, who is you're not a medical expert, but you are married to one, Joe. Can you ever <laughs> envision a scenario where you're on Fox News and I'm watching you and you're wearing goggles? Unless I'm doing a segment about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, you know, who wore goggles famously. Uh, no, I, I do that from my basement. I'm the other Joe from my basement, so I probably am pretty safe where I am. Uh, I got tested last week, actually. Negative, yay. But, uh, look, I don't understand why you can't criticize Anthony Fauci. I respect Anthony Fauci. He's been doing this for four decades. But it seems like he's kind of making it up as he goes along, which is a little bit disturbing. And I wish somebody interviewing him wouldn't worry so much about the backlash if you actually question Dr. Fauci with normal questions, which is, why are you bringing this up now? We're five, six months into this thing. Uh, you said that it was safe to go on a cruise ship on March 9th if you're young and healthy. That's obviously a really bad idea. And you said originally that masks don't work. But now, obviously, you say to wear a mask until you go to a Washington Nationals game and you're sitting up in the stands uh, openly talking to people one seat next to you without a mask. So are you being hypocritical or inconsistent, sir? Is that a gotcha question? Am I being disrespectful? No. But can someone ask him that, please? Because that's what journalists are supposed well, to do. Speak I know we're power. Well and Dr. Fauci has a lot of power right now, BB. I know we're over time, but I, my thing would have been an obvious follow up would have been. He says, if you have goggles, you should wear them. Well, Dr. Fauci, do you have a pair? Because you're not wearing them, and I've never seen you wear them. So do you need us to send you some? Lead, lead by example, right, baby? Lead by example, that's all. But, hey, he can say whatever he wants. He's like Nancy Pelosi because he knows he's never going to get challenged on anything. And that's a shame, isn't it? That's what the media is supposed to be there for. Never enough time, Joe Concha. I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good one. If you're not following Joe on Twitter, do so. By the way, check out his article today in the Hill uh, on Tyler Perry. It is really good, and I think you're going to like it. We come back, I'll let you hear that Fauci sound. we got to kick that one around for a few minutes. Could you ever envision a scenario where you're wearing goggles to fight off coronavirus? We'll talk about it when we come back right here on RKO. All right, coming up at 1 o'clock, we're going to talk about uh, this controversy involving Tuka Rask. It actually started on Tuesday. I, I, I'm, oh. 
Let's just take a deep breath, Lightning. Listen to music for a second. All right, we'll get to Tuca at 1 o'clock. But before we do anything, you had in the intro, Lightning, we touched on it with Joe Concha, this Dr. Fauci thing. I just want to mention this for a second, okay? So Dr. Fauci did a, I think it was an Instagram interview with uh, the medical expert that Good Morning America uses that ABC has on all the time, uh, Dr. I think it's Jill Ashton, whatever. Anyway, in that, Fauci kind of made news. He brought up something that I hadn't heard anyone say publicly before. This was Fauci in that 30-minute discussion they had talking not only about, about masks, but something further. All the mucosal surfaces. So if you have goggles or an eye face or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, it's not universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it if you can. So if you have goggles, you should start wearing them because I guess you can get coronavirus through the eyes. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I mean, someone sneezes in your eyes. My guess is, yeah, you can get sick, but we don't know that people have gotten coronavirus via the eyes we know that pink eye or redness in the eyes can be a symptom or a sign that you're getting it but we don't know that that's where people get it but whatever he throws that out so my first thought lightning was and i'll ask you you're a sort of a you're not a never masker but you're a pretty close to a never masker well would you wear goggles uh, if there was proven data and studies that say, you know what, wearing goggles prevents it, that if I have to go outside for whatever reason to a store, then I suppose I'm going to put the goggles on. But otherwise, I think I'm going to turn into a hermit and I'm probably just going to do all online ordering because every time I go outside my house now, it's going to be this big spectacle where I have to put on gloves and a mask and basically a hazmat suit where it's just too much of a, a fuss. You know, it's just too aggravating. Here's the rub of this lighting, and this leads to my second point on this. You just said if there were studies that showed that this is effective, then you would consider it. Fauci himself said, look, this isn't a universal recommendation. It's not coming from the CDC or anyone. He was just saying it. Good Morning America today used that cut in a piece. And in the piece, Dr. Ashton even said, there are no studies saying that you get it through the eyes or that say goggles can prevent it. Now, why is that significant? You know what you haven't heard today, Lightning? You haven't heard of anyone getting banned on Twitter for promoting goggles as a preventative uh, medicine to coronavirus. In fact, I'm looking at ABC News Live, and there's the tweet from the doctor. Yet, when Trump goes out there and says, use hydroxychloroquine, that's never been proven. You're suspended. I, is it not the same thing? Fauci just went out and suggested a way to stop yourself from getting coronavirus is to do this thing that there are no studies on. Trump has said, I don't know whether hydroxy." works or not i took it and it worked for me i think and it didn't have any ill effects but i'm not telling you what to do and that's blasphemous trump saying a blasphemous fauci saying b cool love it hey that's a pretty good suggestion i'm gonna take that to heart but you know what they you know what they don't have in common and i don't even i'm not a big hydroxy guy and i'm not sure trump should be pushing this stuff however 
There are actual studies you can point to that say, hey, some people think this stuff is effective. Fauci, in saying this, as the leading medical guy on coronavirus in the country, as he's saying you should wear goggles, says, by the way, there are no studies on this. And nobody seems to care because Fauci can do no wrong. Just an interesting little observation, just a little, is this a double standard or is it, oh, goggles, schmoggles, it's fine. Just throwing it out there. Uh, 617-266-6860. we got to talk about Herman Cain when we come back for a second because when he's too soon, too soon. We'll do that when we return right here on RKO. Lightning, I'm looking at the Kelly Financial Poll question of the day. It's up at WRKO680. It's also up at BB the Wise on Twitter. Would you ever wear goggles in public to avoid getting coronavirus? 83% of you say no. Well, why, why, yeah. Why, so you why can guess where I am on that, Lightning. What, what, you're a yes. I know you're a yes. Everybody knows you're a yes. Well, you know what? I actually find the goggles a lot less weird than the mask. I really don't have any problem with the goggles. I feel like I'd be looking cool in the goggles. Uh, my kid's keep, got some keep swimming goggles that. lying right over, you know, 50 feet from me. I'll do the rest of the show in those if you want. We're no all problem. Gonna, we're all going to be look, walking around looking like bugs, okay? That's exactly yeah. what we're going to do. But I get, the goggles bother me a lot less. We all have, like, didn't we all go through the 90s with the wraparound shades? Did we? Yeah. I didn't. Man, you missed out. Those were cool. I was not missing out. <laughs> I was the epitome of cool in the 90s, and um, I did not miss out. So Those are less weird than putting on a mask. Every time I put on the mask, I had to do it yesterday. I had to God, make a quick yeah. run to get super glue, of all things. Weird. And, uh... I put the thing on going into the supermarket, and I'm like, man, I, I feel like an ass every time I do it. Yeah, you I do. like a weirdo. Well, I yeah. mean, I'll be honest with you. I had to change up my mask game because I, and I've complained about this before, about the whole overheating and feeling like I'm going to pass out with a regular yeah. mask. Well, I've been wearing the fabric masks, and I can't do that. I can't do it anymore. Mm. I cannot wear those fabric masks not because it's 95. I actually not not even I'm not kidding. I actually almost passed out. I went home and I was in the store for a long period of time because I had to wait in line and all that fun stuff, right? And I had that fabric mask on, and it was air conditioned in there. But I have asthma, and I did not realize that. Ba- I mean, I knew I had issues, you know, maybe not strong enough yeah, no, lungs. You- but I actually went home. I had to cut my day short from what I had to do because I went home and I told my husband, I'm like, I feel like I'm actually going to faint. Like, I feel yeah, You very... need one of those new ones that I... they, they, they're sort of like this malleable plastic and they have these two little things I on either something. side. But anyway, some people have taken issue with my comparison of Fauci to Trump, so <laughs> let's kick it around. Danny is a Natick. Danny, get after me a little bit. Here we go. How you doing, BB? How you doing? How's the family? Good, Danny. Alrighty, so yeah, I do have an issue. I think, uh, I don't think you're being fair, you know. I mean, what is the issue with wearing goggles? I wouldn't do it, but if somebody really feels that insecure about going in public and they really want to avoid getting this thing, let them, let them wear goggles. It doesn't hurt anybody. And the other hand, the president is promoting a drug which it has been proven that it can cause issues to people with medical uh, problems. 
So you can't compare one and the other, you know, is Well, I, I can, honestly the reason I don't why think I you being fair to the dog. Okay. I honestly don't. Yeah. And I believe me, I'm not a Fauci hater like some people, Danny. I think Fauci having his mask off at the Nationals game was okay, and I, I defended him on that. I, we've talked about this. What, I, what I'm talking about is the double standard where Trump says something and literally Twitter pulls it because it's not been proven and you're sending out misinformation. Okay, well, there are some studies because that say dangerous. it works. I know, but, but Danny. It's dangerous. Where is it's not dangerous. Stupid! It is, BB. It has proven that it is dangerous. Come on, BB. No. Just because I can find a hundred sciences, they are get, they are going to say that aliens are real, and there will be twenty million that will say but no, Danny, they're not. But Danny, you know, you always gonna find the, a, a different opinion in any issue. But the reality Danny. is that that drug has been proven to be. No, Danny. Well, I, I don't. I, I assume you're going to go to the fish cleaner Arizona case, which was murder. No, absolutely think. not. Absolutely but, but not. I, I don't do that. But not, how about this, Danny? How about this? When Trump has said this, I remember watching his coronavirus presser specifically. He said, look, I take it. I don't know if it's right for everybody, but I do. I do it through my doctor, as you should. So if you're taking it through your doctor, Danny, and your doctor is monitoring you, is it dangerous? Also, one difference between Trump and Fauci, Trump has done what he is suggesting you do. He's done it himself. Fauci is telling you Bibi, to put on goggles am, when he's never done it. I am, I am sorry, BB, but you don't know that for a fact. Trump oh, I think we're pretty sure Trump's things. used hydroxy. Trump says a lot of things that That's weren't true. true. That's, That's true, that, but do you, you think he didn't take hydroxy? You can't take, him, you, you can't take a man who once said he didn't know about payments to the porn star, and then he was proven to be lying about it. <laughs> and, you know, whether whether I think it's wrong, that's none of my business. Honestly, whether he did it or not, I couldn't care less. That's not that's not of my business. I would never make that argument with one. That's his business. I, I know, but Danny, I got to hold you. Cause I, I, let me hold you, Danny, because I got a bunch of people that want to get in on this. I think it's a totally fair criticism to say you got to – cut the cards every time Trump says something. But the one that I'm the least skeptical of is his claim that he took hydroxy. What was in it for him to make that claim? He's taken just abuse for that. Why would he be making that up? I think he took it, and I think he thinks it does work, and I think he thinks it is a – I don't know if he thinks it's a cure, but I think he does think it's very helpful. And he's taken a rash of crap as a result of saying that multiple times. Chris is in Chelmsford. Chris, you're next on RKO. Yeah, hi, Beeb. How you doing? Good, Chris. Hey, I was going to accuse you of being such a sheep, but after this guy, Danny, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, that guy will just, he just... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? 
where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. ...to anything that he sees on CNN and NBC and ABC. And, you know, he just, he just one of the... One of the drones that just follows the, the, the bell leading, the Pied Piper. But anyway, let me say this about hydrochloroquine. Uh, hydro- My wife's been taking that for 30 years and has no ill effects whatsoever. And I started taking it back in January. And I don't take any medication, none. But I started taking it unprescribed. And guess what? I'm fine. I feel fine. I don't wear a mask. I don't wear a goggle. I don't wear anything. I don't wear a burqa, which this this thing is probably going to lead up to. But um, you know, it has has had zero effect on I me. Mean, I take zinc, of course. I've always taken zinc since I was in my 30s. I'm in my almost 70 now, and um, you know, no ill effects. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll drop dead like the uh, Ever Ready Bunny someday. Chris, but let me hold you there for a second. Let me, Chris, just totally randomly. Lightning, are you there? Yes. If, when Chris was talking, if I asked you to guess his age, what would you have guessed? Mm, I'm terrible at this. I don't know. I thought, 50s? Chris, i got to be honest with you. I thought you were in your 30s as you were talking. I'm shocked for you to tell me you're almost 70. You sound like a young whippersnapper oh, I was gonna say 50s. for whatever that's worth. I was thinking 50s, so I was closer. No, well, you don't win I'm, a prize, uh, Lightning. I, but... I was closer. I turned 57 <laughs> in June. All right. Well, you sound good for that, whatever that's worth. Yeah, well, thank you. But uh, all I'm saying is, you know, these people that are so petrified of, you know, this guy, Danny, he's probably taken all kinds of medications for things that he doesn't even need, but some doctor just threw it at him because a sales guy gave the doctor a trip to Hawaii. Chris, that's probably, I agree. I think we're an over-medicated society. I think we're all taking medicines, or a lot of us are taking medicines that we probably don't need. My my view on hydroxy. Whatever works for you and whatever you think is good for you, have at it. But don't do it willy-nilly. I wouldn't advise you doing it the way you've done it, Chris. I would advise you to talk to your doctor. And if your doctor says, yeah, this is something you might want to consider, then go for it. It's it's your call to make. My only point on this is Fauci tells you while he's recommending something, it's not a recommendation from anybody and it's never been studied. I know it's goggles, which aren't going to kill you, but I don't think hydroxy is going to kill you either with a doctor's supervision and yet when trump said that it was like he was going to kill thousands of us according to some in the media and i just think it's weird how well one guy's pushing something that he has used the other guy's pushing something he's not doing all right enough about that we'll get back to that later in uh maybe tomorrow as events warrant we got to talk about this tuka rask story we'll do it after 60 second check of headlines right here on rko Hello, my little friends. Breaking news on Herman Cain. We are just getting uh, word that he has passed away due to coronavirus complications. We know that he had been hospitalized after he was diagnosed with COVID-19. You want to be able to trace it, put him out. And just as uh, Congressman, COVID, uh, Congressman Louis Gomer says that he doesn't have...
have any symptoms, um, there could be other people like that. So. President Trump has openly floated an idea uh, that has never happened in this country's history. That is delaying the presidential election, when, of course, his own term is up to your vote. But some of the things inside of Defund the Police, I really understand, like having officers who are clinically trained to deal with certain situations. I think all of those things are helpful. But taking money from the police department um, to to make the police department smaller, I've got troubles. If you have goggles or an eye face or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, it's not universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it. Hour number two of VB in the middle on AM 680 WRKO. It is a Thursday, by the way, and that means it is a big boy Thursday. Tom Shattuck going to join us in just a second. He of the Lowell Sun. Uh, in about a half an hour from now or so, got to talk about this Boston Globe editorial today. Not an opinion piece. The actual editorial, which says that people aren't choosing unemployment over work. That's a myth. We'll break that down in just a little while because i got some thoughts on that. But before we do, I've held off as long as I can on this story, Lightning. we got to get into it now. And I have a feeling you're going to have some opinions on this one, being the wife of a police officer. Boston Bruins play tonight. Yep. Exhibition game. It's their only exhibition game of the season, right? And then they start the season for real again. Uh, I believe it's on Sunday. My son cannot wait. He keeps asking me, Dad, how many more days do the Bruins play? The Bruins, as he says it. Um, and he's totally psyched. He's totally jacked. And I am, too. I can't wait. It's it's good. I've been so desperate, Lightning. I was watching that Red Sox-Mets game last night. <laughs> I've watched every Red Sox game so far. As bad as that team is, I've been watching them. Because it's just great to have sports back and... I'm in, and I'm looking forward a little bit to the NBA, but even more so to the NHL because my son's so interested in hockey. So I use that as the backdrop to this story. Tuka Rask, the goalie for the Boston Bruins, very good goalie, by the way, uh, gave an interview on Tuesday to NBC Sports Boston. And, you know, let's talk about the upcoming season and life in a bubble and all that stuff, right? As Tuca is doing his interview, he's wearing a hat, Lightning. Mm -hmm. The hat says Boston Police on it. And it sort I think it has the Boston Police shield, but at the angle that he is into the camera on his uh, computer or his laptop is at, you kind of only see the Boston Police words, but it looks to me like it's the shield. But... Tuka's wearing a Boston police hat while he's doing the interview. So? Yeah. Okay. Right? So? Where's the story, you ask? The story is this. Uh, Matt Porter, who is the Bruins reporter for the Boston Globe, is watching the interview, and he tweets out a two-part tweet. One, there's this, and it's a tweet off of a statement from the Boston Bruins players about everything that's going on in the country and the protests yeah. and 
all that. And what they're going to do for their opener and right. so forth. Yeah. We've decided to lock arms during yeah. the playing of the uh, U.S. That, and yeah. Canadian anthems as a sign of solidarity with a black community. It's solely intended to be a positive sign of support to the black community and a way for us to use our platform to help end racism. That was the statement from the Bruins players. So Porter tweets out, there is this, and then he tweets out, and there is this. And it's the picture of Tuca wearing a Boston police hat in the interview. Yeah. Some have deduced that Porter sees some sort of discrepancy there, where if you're wearing the police hat, you really can't be talking about ending racism or bringing about change in the world, apparently. Well, that's false. Because what would one have to do with the other? Now, we know he's connecting him because he writes, there is this, Bruin statement, and there is this. Now, there's only two ways it could go, right? One is that what Tuca is doing is an absolute extension of the first and is a, we think that Matt Porter thinks those two go hand in hand. So, in other words, the tweets would mean, hey, look at Tuca putting his money where his mouth is or look at Tuca carrying through on what the statement said they would do. That's one interpretation. You think that's what Matt Porter was doing? I don't. You know who else doesn't think so? Brad Marchand. How do we know that? Because Marchand put a tweet up yesterday, which he has since deleted, by the way, calling out Porter in no uncertain terms. Are you bleeping serious, Porter? Marshawn tweeted. This here is why you are part of the problem. Again, Marshawn has since pulled that tweet, but he hasn't backed down. He was uh, did a video conference call yesterday and was asked about the message. So Marshawn said, the reason I deleted the tweet was not because I regretted it. It's because I didn't want to bring any attention to Porter. I don't regret the way I responded. I regret giving him attention for what he wanted. We stand with Tuca. We stand as a group together, and that's that. He then went on to say, quote, Tukes, Tuca Rask, was given a hat by a friend that he wore in an interview prior to the statement being released. It's okay for him to support a friend and wear a hat. It doesn't change the fact that we all stand united against ending racism and being a part of the solution, and Tukes is part of that. He's on board. All of us are. So, He's not the only one, by the way, Matt Porter, the Bruins reporter for the Globe that did this, that put this out. Uh, my tweet off of it today, and I said I'm a little bit late to this because it started on Tuesday where this thing came to. But the hockey reporter for The Athletic also said, wow, Tuka Rask is wearing a Boston police hat on NBC Sports right now. Shattuck joins us from the Lowell Sun, by the way. So, Shattuck, this is a pretty – it's a pretty simple question, I guess. But do you know where we were with MAGA hats like three years ago? Are we now here with police hats? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You're not allowed to, sh- to show anything but to stand for police. And wearing their symbolism right now is, quote, tone deaf and that gets you canceled. I mean, this this kid from the – the globe is just a total punk. Um, I don't know. And, uh, I, maybe he is. I don't know him. I, I mean, I've never met him, well, he, and I never met he, the guy from the athletic is. either. But you know, you know, 
he's criticizing, castigating a hockey player for speech. And this kid's supposed to be a purveyor of speech. Maddie Sports. You know, and because the trend I know, but maybe time, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he just he's misread this. I'm actually surprised that the Globe doesn't have a story on this today, since he's right in the middle of it. Maybe they're waiting to do it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we haven't heard from we haven't heard from Tuca on it, and we haven't heard from Matt Porter on it, other than that initial tweet. I haven't anyway. But I'm surprised the Globe doesn't have a story on it, based on how much they like writing about this stuff all day, every day. But right, well. I, I just for them to make a slur out of the Boston police hat, I mean that's just disgusting. That's just disgusting. And it, well, I don't want to put words in people's mouths, Chaddick. But do you know who I, I'm betting? You know who I'm betting didn't have a problem with Tuca wearing that hat. I'm betting Commissioner Gross didn't have a problem with that. Oh, absolutely, of course, of course. Well, I'm it, betting it, Marty Walsh know, didn't have a problem with that. Frankly. I I'm agree betting, with you, although, I mean, who knows or at this point. If, if, I, you know, do. If, if, I do. I do, based on what Walsh has said publicly and how he's tried to walk the line. He's been pretty – he has said definitively, we need police, we have good police in Boston, we're not defunding the police. He's he's done that. He's he's done this shell game with overtime money and he's going to move it here or whatever. But he's not doing anything drastic at all. He's taking some crap for it because people – you, you know how this goes. He's not going nearly far enough, whatever. But the reason why Walsh isn't going far is because he doesn't believe that the Boston police has a real, like, Minnesota police problem. Do, can the Boston police be better? Of course. Can everybody be better? Of course. Is there, you know, is it worth the, worth the time and effort to look into making changes, getting better training, cutting back on the workload? Sure. And so that's what Walsh has this commission that's going to, uh, give him recommendations. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill looking into that's all fine but he's not doing away with police and so what right. what i'm wondering is and we got to take a break but is it now verboten to use that word to wear a a hat a sweatshirt a jersey a wristband or bracelet supporting your local police department as tuka rask did in this interview on tuesday is that now a no-no Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. We'll take your calls and discuss it. We come back. We're also going to get into that golfer from Massachusetts who had an issue with the same thing. We'll talk about that. When we come back right here on RKO. Back boys. 
Rask did an interview a couple of days ago wearing a Boston police hat. And a reporter for the Globe and a reporter for the Athletic both said, oh, wow, look at that. And then they tweeted out the Bruins player statement saying, we're going to lock arms during the anthem to do our part to end racism and to bring about change. And the idea is that somehow Tuca wearing a Boston police hat is hypocritical based on the Bruins statement. And so I got a two-part question for you. One, is it just you're a bad person now if you wear a hat or a bracelet or a jacket in support of your local police department? That's one. Two, Shattuck, quickly before we get to the calls, can you be in favor of reforming police or making systemic changes so that as we go forward, things are better, but also be supportive of police or can those two not go hand in hand? Of course you can. I mean, polling shows that in in minority communities, people want police present. So, you know, the, the people don't want a, you know, a full ban. Most people don't want a full ban of police. I'm sure that uh, people in Wellesley and Winchester would be all for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, people support their police still. I mean, to have the conversation right now is, is qualified immunity or, you know, some police funding, et cetera. Which is still symbolic, and you know, doesn't make any sense for the Boston police to be doing it. But of course, you can you can worry about police brutality and still support police. Absolutely. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. Let's go to the phones. Jim's in the car. Jim, you're next here on RKO. First of all, most of the reporters, when they see things like this, try to ask a question, get something underneath, so they can put it in the paper and get things stirred up. Tukaras doesn't owe uh, an explanation for anything he wears or what he does unless it hurts somebody or whatever, and then he can explain the situation. But for me to walk down the street with that hat on that he had on, I'd feel proud just walking by, and no one should be offended by it. The ones that are offended by it better get a backbone. I'm Irish. I remember Irish need not apply. I remember when Irish need not apply for an apartment. I, re- I remember when Irish need not apply for a job. I remember the same things that the black people went through. Maybe we weren't lynched or anything, but that was the KKK. There weren't things like that with the Irish, but I'll tell you, I'm tired of hearing about all oh, the statues and black, mad- or black Lives Matter. Well, we all matter. If we put Black Lives Matter to or black, black Lives and White Lives Matter on the same flag, all those people are going to get irate. I don't understand. Where were the black educators? Where were the well, black professionals? But Where Jim, I want to start. I want to start with your call here, Jim, because you said Tukarask doesn't need to issue any sort of statement about anything unless what he's wearing is a problem. But again, I the question is: Is this a problem? I think for Tom Brady had a MAGA hat in his locker three years ago, and it still comes up to this day. That people think know, that, that was... B.B., it, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. For a MAGA hat to blow people off for crying out loud, come on, give me a break. Get some backbone. I don't, it just washes off my back when I hear things about the Irish and stuff, and I'm almost 80. And so, I mean, God, Jesus, most of the 
but time Jim, what I'm, around, I, I, I hear you, and, and yeah. Shattuck, I think you hear him, but what I know and what you know, Shattuck, because we've been around a little bit, it's not hard to see how this is going to become a thing of, oh, that's Boston, that racist Boston. Of course <laughs> their hockey goalie's wearing a racist hat. Like somehow that would be racist, that he's wearing a hat that says Boston police. Oh, yeah, well, it's only a matter of time if it's not already happening. And just think how crazy we've become, how brainwashed so many people have become. Just one year ago, John Stewart was yelling at Congress to help the 9-11 responders, the first responders, including a bunch of cops, one of whom died, I think, shortly after. And it was a waking up moment for America. And we, everybody together said, get in gear, Congress, and help these people out. These same people now are considered, you know, just vermin vermin by elected leaders by oh. politicians by it's disgusting. we all remember the fall of uh 2001 when baseball teams were wearing hats that said nypd on them and now absolutely on his own time can't wear a hat that says boston police without getting called out by the local hockey reporter right and the thing is the boss the boston police didn't do anything wrong you know police uh, for the vast majority of police do great work day in and day out. These are not people who deserve special vilification. This is craziness. This but is craziness. with that said, Shattuck, and I agree, but with that said, how does this go? Does this just go away, or is Tuca forced to talk about this? And if he is, what does he say? Well, I don't know. I assume that um, they'll pressure him through endorsements. And um, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't do the Drew Brees thing. That's what I'm wondering. Is this going to go to that level? I don't think so. One is, you know, they're up there in the bubble, and reporters don't really have access to them for starters. But I I don't think it's going to get to the Drew Brees level, but you can see how that could happen, right? Totally. Totally. And and that was – Absurd. They, they're carrying Drew Brees around by a leash now. It's ridiculous. There's never a bad time to praise cops and veterans and nurses and all sorts of other you know people who, who do these jobs to keep us all safe. There's never a bad time. And anybody who says there is, is threatening, can go to hell. These people have to be repelled. This is just bullying. This is bullying, and it's the fact that, that, that politicians like Charlie Baker stand by and let it happen, it's disgraceful. God. A friend of ours, Shattuck, actually just texted me as you were talking and said, by the way, I just bought my Tuka Rask jersey. Yeah, let's see what how this goes. But for me, Marshawn's the one. Because Marshawn's the one that had to say, mm-hmm. i got to actively get involved now and have the back of my teammate. And Marshawn's gone way up in my eyes as a result of what he did and how he's handled this situation. More calls when we come back, 617-266-6868. Will Tuka Rask get bullied into some sort of apology or awakening as a result of wearing a hat that said Boston Police on it? It's crazy to me to ask that question, but that's where we're at. More calls we come back right here on RKO. Just about 10 minutes from now, Tom Shattuck and the little son, you and I are going to break down this Boston Globe editorial today claiming that people aren't refusing to go back to work because of unemployment. And we'll discuss whether they're right on this or not. We'll do that in 10 minutes. 
first, I want to take a few more calls on this Tuka Rask story because I just I find this one I find it crazy. Enlightening. I know you're not a big sports person, but in case you think this is the only time and this is a unique situation, it was just a week ago that the uh, the golfer from Springfield, Mass, got into some hot water because at the PGA event in Minnesota, he wore the Blue Lives Matter wristband. And he got called out for it. And so people started to say, oh, what's that all about? It's you're 20 minutes from where George Floyd died or whatever. And he was like, I've been wearing this since 2017. And so he wears a Blue Lives Matter thing. He gets into trouble. Tuka Rask now wears a Boston police hat in an interview, and he gets called out. 617-266-6868. Where are we at with all of this stuff, I guess, is the question. Jerry's in the car. Jerry, you're next with BB and Shattuck. Showing themselves again to be the intolerant left, they will not stop making noise until they get their way. Stomping their feet, holding their breath, daddy, daddy, buy me a pony or else I'm going to, you know, turn blue. Um, <clear throat> my mother used to have a saying, and I'll hurt my sainted mother, may she rest in peace, uh, and I'll, I'll clean it up. And she would say, poop in your hat and pull it over your ears, right? That's what I'd tell this guy. I'd grab Tuka's hat and let him pull it over Tuka's ears. But what bothers me more than anything, VB, is we need to be more aggressive in our pushback with regards to this position because this position is unfounded, it is factually not correct, and we just give it a cursory, oh, you know, there are some bad guys. There's bad guys in every walk of life. That's just the way it is. That's the way it's always going to be. However, over the last 30-plus years, police forces have become more diverse by gender, more diverse by color and ethnicity than ever before, and yet they still want us to believe that somehow these people are as racist as the old Irish guys walking the block. The numbers say what the numbers say, and the numbers support the fact that there is an entire population that has been raised to be combative to the police, to be distrustful of the police, to give the police a hard time any time that they have an interaction with them. There are millions of interactions between police and, and citizens every day. Not hundreds of thousands, millions with an S on the end of it, plural. And we're talking one one thousandth of one percent might have an issue. And they never take responsibility for themselves. When they give the cop crap, when they push back, the cop's just trying to go home. That's all he wants to do. He's got a job to do. He wants to go home. Cooperate with them. Things will go well. But no, they can't even do that. Jerry, this is why I told you earlier, if you heard it when we had Joe Concha on, Google it when you get home. Concha's got an article up on the Tyler Perry interview with Anderson Cooper last night, and I think you're going to like it a lot, Jerry. Tyler Perry, who I think Anderson Cooper thought was going to say, you know, be sort of pro defund the police, you know, talk about social injustice, all that. Tyler Perry said, we need more police. I use police at my studio. I need police, and I need good police, and there are a lot of good police. Yeah, I want them to get better training, and I want, you know, that kind of thing, but we need the police. And Of course we do. I, I don't even know how that's a controversial statement, but I'm guessing Tyler Perry's going to have to walk that back the way things are going. <laughs> The statement's not controversial. It's what they're trying to get out of it and what they're willing to do, the lengths that they will go to accomplish what it is they want to accomplish. And they're not getting any pushback from us. There's nobody that's saying, hey, whoa, here are the numbers. 
Just look at the numbers because numbers don't lie. And this is what the numbers tell you. Okay? Now, when you want to start addressing the facts as they are, we'll talk about the serious points here. But until then, you know, talk to the hand. Well, Jerry, I appreciate Absolutely. the call. And, yeah, I think that's the way. You know, how about we do both of those things now, which is, yes, we're talking about police reform. But we, you've heard this everywhere. They're, they're banning chokeholds. There's going to be new training. There, there's things, steps that are being taken. But why, while we're doing that, do we have to say police suck? Because they don't suck. They're good, honest people who are doing an extremely difficult job. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That forces them to make split-second decisions that can affect their life and your life. It's a tough gig. And when somebody like Tuka Rask puts on a hat saying, hey, just to let you know we support you, you guys are going to then rip him for that? Who's the tone-deaf one, Rask or you? I'm starting to sound yeah. like you, Shattuck. You're starting to get it. You're starting to see the light. And that's absolutely true. And there are also many, many, many black law enforcement officers just told that their lives matter. In that order only. But no, I mean, this is it's disgusting bullying. People need to stand up against this stuff. But well, I'm really interested to see how this one goes. Do How do the Bruins play this? How does Tuca play it? How does the media play it? I mean... Do we just pretend like this didn't happen and he wasn't called out? Or does everybody sort of take their stand, air it out, and say, okay, that's where we're at? I, we'll see. We haven't heard from Tuki yet. I think it's going to be really interesting. I hope, I hope, hope, hope he owns it and says, hey, look, I, you know, here's where I stand, but I'm never going to rip the police. I think that would be great and refreshing, and that would be leadership. We'll see. Bob's in Storo Drive. Bob, you're next with BB and Shattuck. Hey, uh, how you doing, BB? Hey, Bob. Hey, uh, I just drove by the um, TV Garden. They had a big billboard out there that said, thank you, first responders, but it did not say except police. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. They're going to write up there. Uh, well, a friend of mine points out, did. Bob, they did a thing last year where the Bruins came back from a road trip, and the day they got back, a bunch of them – teamed up with police and they went around to police stations and fire stations delivering Dunkin' Donuts coffee is a good world change. Yeah. Oh, you up there? Yeah, no, so I... I, oh, okay. I uh, yeah, yeah, no, um... Uh, also, too, you know, with uh, Cambridge saying they want uh, the meter maids to hand out uh, traffic citations? Yeah. How about, if we, how about if we get Sean Collier and ask him what a routine traffic stop is? 
We've I, look, Bob. That's a yeah. different topic, which we may get to. I'm with you. I've, we Good said point. this at the time when that came up. Ask Officer Tarantino. Like we can we can do yeah. the names here if you want, but yeah, the idea that this is something that oh sure we'll just have a meter made say hey I think you were going ninety by the way pop the trunk I want to see what's in there really that's funny yeah good luck with it yeah that's, yeah yeah and like, like I said it's all crazy you know you, you can you can look at anything through any type of prism and find out what what color you want to see well you here's know? The, my whole point of spending time on this Bob is that. You know, in the moment, things get crazy, and people say crazy things, and people make outlandish promises, and blah, blah, blah. But at some point, the dust will settle, and the question is, where does it settle? Where I want it to settle is that people should never feel guilty about putting on a local police hat to show support for the police. That's just crazy to me. And Tuka Rask should never be, like, second-guessing, ah, should I have done that? No, yes, you should. You should always let them know you have their back because they have your back when you need them. And that's the idea. So that's why I'm spending this time on it. I appreciate the call, Bob. Let's sneak in one more before the break. Bruce is in Woburn. Bruce, you're next. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think Bruce might have the, uh, the radio on. But... Let's put Bruce on hold and yeah. see if we can get him in a better cell. Uh, Shattuck, when we come back, have you read the Globe editorial yet? I'm, I'm picking through it as we speak. Good. We're going to break that down when we come back. Find out if Shattuck thinks there's any truth to what the Globe says. I'll give you a hint what I think. There isn't. But we'll talk about that when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle on AM680 WRKO. All right, I told you before the break, going to talk about this uh, editorial in today's Boston Globe. Tom Shattuck of the Lowell Sun joins me to break this down. As you know, down in uh, the District of Columbia, Congress is still debating and having trouble reaching a stimulus 2.0 package. They, they've Originally, it looked like it was definitely going to happen late last week, then early this week, and now it doesn't even look like it's going to get done today. And one of the major sticking points is this uh, an extra 600 bucks a week in unemployment for people that are out of work. Republicans think that that's a disincentive to go back to work. Democrats think you absolutely got to give at least 600. Some Dems think that should be at least twice that, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, all that's a long way of getting to the editorial, Shattuck, which is headlined, no, unemployment benefits do not discourage work. So before I even tell you what the Globe's argument here is, Shattuck, let me ask you, do unemployment benefits discourage work? Of course. Of course they do. Do you know someone specifically that that you that backs up your point? Hell yes. Absolutely. I know a bunch of people who have um who essentially were furloughed um and who are making more now than they did before. I know several people that I could yes. I could name why would I do that but that that have told me directly I'm getting paid more to not work than if I was working. It's fantastic. I hope they extend it to the end of the year, which is was the idea. That's what Democrats want to do is they want to extend it to the end of the year. And mm-hmm. that's probably what is going to happen. Originally, there was an idea that they would compromise around 400 bucks, but it appears the Dems aren't going to yield on it. So we'll see if it ends up at 600 bucks or not. But the Globe says we're kidding ourselves, Shattuck. 
Republicans falsely claim that $600 is a disincentive for people to work. They give you three reasons why. Let's go over this quickly, and then I want to take some calls. Do you know anyone? Are you one of these people? Or is this, do you agree with the globe that, no, that unemployment doesn't make people not want to work. People want to get back to work. If you're someone who is collecting that unemployment, if you were given the choice of going back to work and making a little bit less, would you take that job? If you are an employer, have you had any problems getting people back to work? Because we've all heard these stories, but the Globe tells us, no, it's not a disincentive. So why why do they say this, Shattuck? Three reasons. Number one, even if the $600 assistance is extended, workers know that it's going to eventually expire. <laughs> Right. That's the proper response. So, yeah, I could go back to work today and make less for the rest of the year, or I could just go back to work in January or get a similar job in January after I've made more money in the interim than I would have made if I worked. Which do you think the majority of people would choose, Shattuck? Um, I think that people would choose to sit tight. Enjoy the bonus in the uh, in the checks, and you know, all, and it's not it's not a mortal sin or anything either. You right. know, there's some utility in the six hundred bucks. This is important, and also, people. Why would they return to an industry that might not be there in five yep. months? Yep. And it, yep. so, I mean, I don't I don't blame people to do this, but the globe also, of course, goes where you know where it's going to go. To the racism aspect of this, exactly. Parking back to the welfare queen reference, you know. So I mean, we're not shocked that they found. But that's uh, why I want to go over it. Let's let's go over it in order because again, do, do any of their arguments make sense? Second, the Globe says in their editorial, workers who fail to look for work or turn down job offers risk losing their unemployment benefit. Shattuck, where's that chuckle that you had before? Because it applies even more here. (laughs) Let me ask you, do you know anybody in the last three months that has been told by the state or the feds, sorry, you haven't shown enough get up and go. We're cutting your benefits. Has that happened to anybody? (laughs) I I mean, is the globe joking? Yeah, you're more likely to have my story where somebody else has been collecting your benefits. And then they find out and they go, oh, you'll get yours, but we'll just keep paying that guy, too. But, yeah, nobody's gotten cut and nobody thinks they're going to get cut because nobody would ever get cut during a pandemic. That's absolute nonsense. And then the third is, according to the Globe, there's just not enough jobs to go around. It's that people want work, but they can't find those jobs, which is why they're collecting the unemployment. Right. And there are jobs to go around there may not be those jobs that you're mm-hmm. looking for and why put yourself out why work overnights at best buy uh you know it, it, when maybe a job in your field or industry could pop up but in the meantime you're getting sustenance and uh you know you're getting it essentially a winning scratch ticket every week yep. all right so the headline by the globe today is Unemployment benefits do not discourage work. Is that your experience, and is that what you know to be true, or are you going, hmm, I'm not so sure about that. Mike's in New Hampshire. Mike, start us off on this one here in RKO. Hey, I'll, I'll start you right off, EB. Um, I've talked to about a dozen uh, guys in the industry from Cape Cod uh, uh, restaurants to fence companies to lumber companies. 
and the guys have reached out and wanted their employees to go back to work, and they say no. Hmm. So why are they saying no, Mike? Because according to the Globe, it has nothing to do with the unemployment. Because of the money. They make they make too much money. They, they that can't be, Mike, is what I'm telling you. That right. can't be what it is because the Globe says that's not true. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> a friend of mine just texted during the break and said they know they uh, have a person on the North Shore, shall we say, that runs a restaurant. And about a month ago, they said to everybody, hey, we're thinking of reopening. And about a third of them said, yeah, we'll come back. A third of them. Because everybody knows. Why would I, why would I give this up, especially for another six months, if that's how this goes? Why would I give that up to go, as Shattuck said, work at a place mm-hmm. where I can only get 25% of the customers in anyway, and they may shut it down again? Why would I do that? Makes no sense, yeah, Mike. I, I appreciate the call. That's the anecdote. I had, uh, you know, I, I talked to somebody who does um, uh, cut hair, and they left all of their staff, and they've had trouble getting them back. But a lot of the staff is now getting unemployment and a 600 and are doing private haircuts for people. This is Shaddix, uh, you know, hairdressing gossip again, the the inside <laughs> scoop from the salon. Why Why is this a thing with you, Shaddix? He where loves you, it. You love to tell us. That you sit with Madge and Harriet, and you got your heads under the beehive hair dryers, and you're swapping stories. Why do you do this every week? We we dish. That's what we do. That's so why funny. I get the, you know, find out the word in the street. Diane's in Revere. Diane, you're next on RKO. Hi, BB. I'm longtime listener, first time caller. Welcome. And I might have, thank you. I might have a little different perspective. I'm a business owner, and um, my business was seriously impacted. I'm a promoter, and part of my big part of my business was sampling food at places like Whole Foods and other places, and I'm exclusive to small local brands. So when this hit, um, what I decided to do was I stayed connected with those local brands, and I helped them work on supply chain issues, and I worked part-time. That part-time income, I reported. And it was deducted from the $600. And let me tell you, I feel like it was a big help to keep me afloat and keeping those connections and also to the small local brands to help them through some very difficult times with the supply chain. So I'm just concerned that everybody's getting painted with the same brush. I think that when people want to work and they're dedicated to their businesses, they find a way, and I certainly appreciate the fact that that's been there for me. Now, do I think it should continue forever? No. Or should it be perhaps reduced and changed? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Obviously, but, you know, like for my business, Sampling food, I don't imagine that's going to come back for a while. And I'm scrambling trying to figure out how to, you know, keep my business viable and to to provide a service that actually makes sense. So in all the talk, 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 I have not heard anything about people working part-time reporting it 
and using it as a safety net to, you know, to help them. That's what it should be, Diane. And by the way, Mm -hmm. fantastic call. Just as Shattuck said right before, this is not a stigma. We're not here. I'm not anyway, and I don't think you are, Shattuck. I'm not here passing judgment on the people that are receiving the unemployment or that are making the decision to collect rather than to work. I understand it. It's a financial decision. This isn't a thing where you're going, oh, look at these grifters. It makes total sense. Look, you lost a job through no fault of your own, and your business was shut down because this is how we decided to fight coronavirus. Okay, so they've decided this is how they're going to take care of you. I'm not ripping anybody. I'm just saying, let's not kid ourselves. Let's not write an editorial Boston Globe saying, (laughs) this is a fallacy that people aren't going back to work because they're making too much money not working when everybody knows it's going on. Everybody. Completely agree. And uh, that said, when Diane's back on her feet, I am uh, happy to apply for a position as a food taster on the North Shore. Or just know where she's doing some so you can go grab some of the toothpicks, Shattuck, knowing you. That was good. Let me try that again. (laughs) One more on those? That's how you do it when you usually go. (laughs) 617-266-6868. Quick 60-second check of headlines right back to your calls. We come back on RKO. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'd like to see it a little bit maybe more right down the middle. I'm losing my mind just a little. Maybe you can realize that the truth is in the middle. So why don't you just meet me? Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman. In the middle. VB. Hour number three of VB in the middle on AM 680 WRKO. Shattuck has had to scoot. He does have a work-related issue, uh, Lightning, so he's got to take care of it. So uh, we appreciate him coming on for the hour, and we'll talk to him again next week. He's gone. But Diane and Revere, if you're still listening, do me a favor. Call back. Um, Lightning, I'm going to give her the contest line if I can. Diane, 617-931-1680. Call back. It will be good for you if you do. I have a friend in the food business who is very intrigued by your call and thinks they very much might want to use your services. So as you're trying to scramble and you're trying to keep things together and you're trying to figure out what's next – I might actually be able to put you in touch with someone that could uh, would very much like to chat with you. So if you're interested, Diane, uh, call 617-931-1680 and just give Suck Up Dave your number and we'll have you connect with, uh, with somebody. Again, I think it could be profitable for you and beneficial for you. So I throw that out there, Diane, just trying to help as you keep doing what you're doing. So I appreciate it. 617-266-6860. In the meantime, we're taking your calls on... Do you know of anybody that is collecting unemployment and is happy to keep collecting unemployment because it pays them more than their job was paying them, and they would prefer that, number one? Number two, what's your experience has been trying to get people back to work? Because the Globe says, no, people, second, they're there. They want to go back to work. They're not just taking the unemployment money. That $600 is not a disincentive. Is that been your experience as you've dealt with the – the pandemic and the lockdowns. Let's go back to the phone. Skip's in the car. Skip, you're next on RKO. Hey, uh, BB, how are you doing today? Hey, Skip. All right, so I'm a business owner, and uh, um, I, I'm, I'm struggling here, and I, I appreciate what Diane said, but I would have to say that this whole incentive 
um, what they've given folks is absolutely encourage people not to go back to work. Uh, I have supply chains that I have to get out of North Carolina, Ohio, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, because of this situation, um, uh, supply chains, manufacturers, are, are significantly affected by this. Um, I think it's ridiculous. It's terrible, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. But it's been it's been hard. We've been advertising for work for uh, I don't know six months to a year, which is all good. Um, I don't know. It's 15 percent unemployment rate. I don't know where people are and why they don't want to work. Well, so here's the question for you, because this is important, Skip, right? The Globe says, number one, <clears throat> no unemployment benefits don't discourage work. You're saying, well, gee, I don't know, but I'm seeing up and down the line people aren't coming back for whatever reason. Then the third... Absolutely. In their editorial, the Globe says the third thing they know is there just aren't jobs out there that people can get. You're telling me you've been trying to get people and they won't come. BB, I'm saying for hiring sirens everywhere, everywhere people are trying to hire, okay? I've got some of the hardest working guys in my office and what I do for a living, and we're out there hitting it every day in construction, and these guys who are sweating have said, man, I don't know what I'm doing. i got my friends sitting home collecting, like, extra money. I said, dudes, I love you. Um, I don't know what to say, but it, 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 it's, it's a travesty. I just, Skip, I really appreciate that call, and I know that's true. I know it is. That's why, you know, I saw this today in Lightning. He's like, yeah, what about it? It's the globe. But it's it's a, yeah. it's complete nonsense. It's one thing to have a, a columnist say, hey, this is my opinion. This is the editorial board of the globe collectively writing this like, yeah, we know there's this lie out there. And we're going to dispel it, all of us. And then we're going to put this out as property of the paper. Everybody's telling you, everybody you've talked to, you know what the Globe is selling is the is the opposite of what your experience has been. And yet they went with this anyway. It's just complete nonsense. Scott's in the Hampton. Scott, you're next on RKO. Yeah, it, it, utter complete nonsense. Okay, it, 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 this this is what I see. And, and I work with people in the trades, and uh, th there are there are a bunch of loafers out there who are home collecting it, you know, going on camping trips and everything. But the, the, there's a second major group of people who like to work. They love to work, but what they're doing is they're working under the table. They're collecting all that stuff, all that benefits, and they're making twice the money under the table they're doing cash deals everywhere and they, and everyone's looking for the trades the electricians the masons the drywalls they're all busy the workers are working but they're, but they're getting on the dole they're working all under the table that's, that's i i fact. know that's true scott i mean i just know it i you know it because you've seen it firsthand but we all know that's true because we know people that have done that said, yeah, I can do that job, but can, do me a favor. Can it be in cash? And usually the answer is yes, because you know the guy can do the do the work. You don't want to train somebody. You know he's good or Everybody, she's good. And so right. that's the Everybody's deal you make. Yeah. <laughs> the, guy's giving a, the, the guy's giving a homeowner a deal because he's doing side jobs, right? 
and and the guy's bringing in twice the money he normally would if he was out just doing his you know eight ten hours a day. It's it's it, it, it's it's stupid. I'm not it's, ripping him, Scott. I again, I if this is the rules and the parameters by which we're asked to operate, I think a lot of people are going to do that and are going to choose it. And I'm not telling you that's crazy. I, the globe acts like again we're in this crazy. we're in this weird alternate universe where. Everything is on the level. Everybody wants to lift everybody else up, and everybody only wants to get that which they've worked for. That world doesn't exist. That world has never existed. Everyone's working an angle. Everyone's working a scam, and everybody's going to do that which gets them $5 more. And if that's staying unemployed, they're going to do it. It doesn't mean everybody's going to do it. It also doesn't make them a bad person. It it makes them a... On top of that, instead of working a, a, a scheduled routine, you know, uh, 7 o'clock to 5, okay, now they get collect the benefits and they do it on their time. Well, you know, I'll put in a four, four or five-hour job in the morning, then I'll go to the beach, and then I'll, the next uh, I'll, I'll do this uh, job, this side job in the afternoon, and I'll, I'll spend some more time with the kids. You know, it's, 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 it's all in their best interest from their point of view. I, I agree, Scott. Now, so this was the, the issue that the Republicans have had, though, is so what is the magic number? If it's if 600 bucks too much, well, is 200 bucks too little? Like, no one knows where that number is that's going to make guys go, all right, look, I got to get back to work. I can't. This, now they've made it such that it isn't in my interest to, to do what we've been doing. And no one knows what that number is. Also, no one knows what number they can actually get passed. It isn't going to be 200 bucks though. And it's the million dollar question, but the idea that the extra 600 bucks is having no impact on people's decisions is just cockamamie. And I wonder who are these people that wrote this editorial, Scott? I mean, where do they live and who do they not talk to that? They don't know what, you know, it's all, it's all the agenda because they're not talking to people out on the street. They're living in their bubble talking their, their regular stuff. I agree, Scott. I appreciate the call. 617-266-6868. John's on the expressway. John, you're next with VB in the middle. Hey, VB. Nice to speak with you. Well, here's a perspective, too. So the, gov- so the employer, I, I can't collect. Fortunately, I make too much money. Okay, so don't don't shed any tears for me. But the way I look at it is that I've been playing. I you have been paying into unemployment, and then the employer pays into unemployment. So really, you're only getting your own money back, right? And if it's more than what you make when you work, then the heck with it. I'm going to live it up while I can now because it's going to come to an end. I've got an extended vacation, and I'll have to put the nose to the grindstone eventually. My landscaper down the Cape, she was in business for about 20 years. Then she opened up the other side, which is taking care of people's property. She came to my house crying. She couldn't get anyone to come back to work, so she had to close that side of her business. I said, well, report them to unemployment. They'll take away their bennies and push them to work. She says there's no way on the website, the COA website. So I jumped on it to, to poke around because we had to lay everybody off too. There's no place to, to fill out a form. You have to call somebody, but that department is closed. 
So the Boston Herald is pushing the lefty liberal agenda from out there in San Francisco with the rest of the coup. That's where it's coming from because I've experienced it. Then I have some friends who live in Colorado. They sold their house. Their kids sold their house. Pandemic hit. They moved it with the in-laws. And now they've saved over 12 grand. They've got a couple kids. They're staying home, rent-free. They can't buy another house because there's no inventory. They've got a couple kids. They got all this stimulus money coming in. And they, they said, great, we're going to be able to redo the kitchen when we buy our new house. So there's three cases right there that, that, that the globe doesn't know what the heck they're talking about. John, fantastic on all fronts. Love it. And that's the one... What's particularly true, John, I didn't do the research to you because I knew I didn't need to. But the second point the Globe had in claiming that this is not a disincentive to work is that, yeah, but if people aren't out looking for jobs. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They could lose their benefits. They really can't. Nobody, nobody is getting taken off the unemployment rolls right now. There is no, he just told you. The state doesn't have the kind of manpower. First of all, people aren't working. Second of all, the few people that are, are are too busy trying to get testing sites up. They're too busy running around doing stuff like that to be doing this type of thing. They're not taking people down. They're not investigating. How many calls have you made? Who are the people you talk to? What kind of jobs are you willing to do? They're not doing that stuff. That stuff may start up again next year. We'll see. But that's not going on now. Nobody's losing their unemployment. That, that's just a ridiculous. 617-266-6868. More calls when we come back. Is the $600 a disincentive to work? The Globe says it isn't. What say you? More calls when we come back right here on RKO. She's got a ticket to She's got a ticket back to the phones in a second, but a couple of quick updates. She's Lightning. <laughs> I'd love to pat myself on the back and tell you I'm VB the wise yet again. It didn't have to be that wise to see this one coming a mile away. You remember the McCloskeys? Yeah. The St. Louis couple with the guns? You see the latest? I did not, so what happened? Uh, The Missouri Attorney General announced they're dropping the charges against the McCloskeys. Mm -mm -mm. That was never, ever... Anything other than 100% pure grandstanding when they charged them. I know, right? And there there was never, ever going to be a a trial, never mind a conviction in Missouri. The law couldn't be clearer on their side. And what, what that prosecutor was doing, what that DA was doing there was just ridiculous and may actually lead to problems for her. But... The McCloskeys were never going to trial, and now we'll just see if they end up suing Missouri because it, it, it's just – that was so pointless. 
Also, Wisconsin has just announced a mandatory mask ban. You heard Dr. Burks on Fox today saying that she wishes that all governors and all mayors would do so. Well, Missouri, uh, minute, Missouri, Wisconsin is now following. So we'll see. It's That's where that goes, for what it's worth. Uh, all right, back to the phones. We're talking about unemployment that 600 that extra 600 bucks you've been getting from the government the globe today says that is not a disincentive to go back to work has that been your experience 617-266-6868 let's go back to the phones tom from situate tom you're next on rko hey how you doing hey tom how you doing yeah well i definitely do believe that it's not an incentive because i have a niece who's making maybe $450 over what she was making, and she loves it. And uh, I was on a state project where they weren't shutting down, but they wanted you to have PPE that we couldn't get. And and then they read the governor's thing and said, well, you can all just go out off on unemployment if you wish, and half the job walked out. So I decided to go and turn uh, make my own business and said, you know, we'll see what we can do it here. Maybe there's an opportunity. And then, of course, you start talking about how people don't want to work. <laughs> now I'm into that, or they want cash. You know, it's just one big ball of wax, you know. So is and, that what's going uh, on? People say, yeah, I'll work for you it. as long as it's under the table? Exactly, exactly. I've been getting that a lot. And uh, on the flip <laughs> side, right, I'm, you know, listening to what they want to do about deregulating uh, for small businesses and stuff. And, what you know, what happens in November, what's going to happen to that, you know? Have you ever run a business before, Tom? Um, years ago, I had my own business, and I worked in the unions, and uh, I just left after 35 years. And uh, it's going pretty good. And it's going good. good. Me and another guy who liked to work. But uh, like I said, if I try to expand or anything, it's either there's no skill, the attitude's bad. Um, it's just insane, you know. And I just think everyone's just incredulous about what's going on around them. I think. I think this Globe editorial today, uh, Tom, is is like so much of what's going on in the world. You're writing about things the way you wish they were, not yeah. what you know in your heart is how things are. There's there's so mm. much talk. You know, are there problems with police? I think there's problems with everybody in every walk of life, and everybody mm-hmm. can be better. But are police racist? Are is there systemic racism? Are are police racist front to back? To use Elizabeth Warren's phrase, absolutely not. But but what um, happens is you sort of pick a shoot. cause and then you jump in on it, right? And then you just act like if I say it enough, then that makes it so. And I think the Globe is doing this with this unemployment editorial today. They feel like if they say it loud enough and they make the banner and the headline big enough, maybe just maybe that'll make it true somehow. But it's completely false. For somebody feeling like you wanted to wear a hat. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I'll tell you one thing. It's not my. I haven't never done in my whole life, but I do all the time now. When I drive by um, a detail or something, I hang my head out the window. I thank the cop. I give him a thumbs up, and I'm always thanked back. And you know, if people just get behind reality, um, maybe we could square this away. I don't know. You know what? Do what you do, Tom, and take care of it in your world, and that's all you need to worry about. I love it. I do the same thing. And more importantly, I do it with my kids. It was funny. The other day, Lightning, we were out, I think it was at an ice cream place, ironically, and uh, there was a police officer there. And my daughter kept saying thank you 
but it was like a whisper in the wind because of the mask. You that that cop was never gonna hear my daughter. Oh god. Which one and my is daughter this? says, How come they didn't wave to me? I'm like, honey, didn't you see him wink? Like I did that yeah, thing to try to cover. Yeah. But they were never gonna hear her and I wasn't gonna say take the mask was, down, was obviously. But it was like this. <laughs> Forget it. Like you didn't know what you would they would never knew that she was yeah, it was my oldest. The oldest She's nine, I figured, but yeah. You were never going to hear her, oh and God. it was so funny. But, yeah, we make a point of the same thing. You have to. These guys, that job is so hard under the best of circumstances. With the outside aggravation and agitation that they're facing right now, I can't imagine having that job. Lightning, I, have to, I love to give your husband crap every time I see him, but now is not the time. Now is the time for a pat on the back. Hypothetically, of course, no touching, six feet. But uh, you got to let these guys know you appreciate it. When I say guys, I mean men and women of the police force. 617-266-6868. More calls in a second. It's VB. You're in the middle on this Thursday right here on RKO. Boston Globe has an editorial today. No, unemployment benefits do not discourage work. And I'm asking you, is that right? Really? Has that been your experience? So far, 99% of the text and the calls have said, actually, no, it does seem to be a disincentive. And here's how I can tell you that. And you've countered the Globe's arguments. 617-266-6868. Let's go back to the phones. Bill is in Hamilton. Bill, you're next on RKO. Yeah. Hey, VB. Great show. Uh, And I hate to tell you, the Boston Globe is 100% correct on that. I'm unemployed. I was laid off. I've been trying to get a job. And uh, look at the cost of COBRA, how much COBRA costs. It eats up that $600 real easy on health insurance. So have you been actively looking for work, Bill? And what yeah, is going to happen? Yeah, of course I have. I'd rather be working. I'm going nuts in my house. What, so you what's going to happen? Are you crazy? Of course I'm going to be looking for work. We had the I guy make, earlier that says tw- he sees... I make twice as much money uh, than the unemployment pays me, plus the $600. I make more money when I'm working. Well, we had the guy earlier that says, you know, he sees nothing but help wanted signs all over the place. Oh, have him call me. He can hire me. I'll work for him. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where I was yesterday because I, I was driving, and it said we are looking for, I, I, was a, I think it was like a night stacker or night clerk or something like that. But I applied down at Shaw's to be a, a stalker. They said when I was walking through Shaw's shopping, they advertise all the time, you know, you know, fill in an application, talk to our people, you know, for a night stalker. I even went for that. And, uh, <laughs> that is where, that is exactly what I saw, Bill, because it was, it was the Shaw's. I was there, not yesterday, I was there the day before, and that was the gig that I saw. So I thought I, I thought I might have something for you, but apparently not. What did they tell you? I mean, Phoebe, we're not all deadbeats out here, you know. I mean, But what did they tell you? How come you didn't get the job? They told us, they, they told me, I put in the application, I went in and met the HR uh, person, they sat down with me, talked to me, and they said, well, we'll be in touch, you know, when we need you, we'll give you a call. I gave them both my numbers, my cell phone and my, my home phone. I haven't heard from them since. I've submitted applications to CareerBuilder, Indeed, uh, TSA, uh, even to the ride, you know, on MBTA, you know, to drive some of those vehicles. And, uh, you know, nobody calls you back. You know, you, you even call them. I show up in person because I feel if they see my face and I hand them my resume, you know, that it might, uh, you know, get me a job. So, you know, what we, happens, we're just, Bill? we are all out there 
not I'm deadbeat. not calling anybody deadbeats. I'm not criticizing people that have chosen to take the unemployment overworking. In this particular case, if that makes financial sense for you, have at it. I'm not ripping you. My question for you, though, Bill, is if they can't come to some sort of agreement in D.C. and you no longer get that extra 600 bucks, are you going to be all right? Are you going to be able to make it? No, I'm going to just stop. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cancel my COBRA for my family. I won't be able to afford my COBRA payments on my, on my health insurance, you know, for my kids and everything. I mean, for God's sakes. Well, hopefully they're listening down in D.C. and they realize they better help Bill and Hamilton. I appreciate the call. Good luck, Bill. Yeah, I'm a Republican, too, so there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that, maybe that's why you're not getting hired in Massachusetts. I don't know. Are you wearing a MAGA hat when you go into these places? 617-266-6868. Todd is in the car. Todd, you're next with VB here in the middle. Hey, VB, thanks for taking my call. Two quick things. Number one. Uh, I have a good memory, and I remember back during the recession of 2008-2009, we passed a trillion-dollar stimulus package, and frankly, for a construction guy like myself, I didn't see a nickel of it. So the extra $600, that I don't mind the money being spent that way because that went exactly where it needed to go. The last stimulus package was to bail out cities, towns, and states so they wouldn't have to let go of any government workers. Some of us held a grudge on that, and I'm not letting go of it. The other thing is, VB, I'm looking at my crystal ball here, and I want to make a prediction. Six months from now, you're going to be doing whole segments on all these people calling up, taking the full unemployment plus the 600, and they're taking the full boat. They're not paying any taxes on it. Watch all the people lined up crying in the editorials in the paper about all these people losing their cars, losing their houses, because now the tax bill is going to be due. Look, I've told people from the get-go, Todd, I said this the first time. They passed this initial stimulus. I said, there is no such thing as a free lunch. And people think that the government can just keep giving out money and they can make sure all of your ills go away. At some point, those chickens are going to come home to roost and we're going to pay for it. Now, if Biden's the president, what do you think the tax rate's going to go up to next year? And it's going to be immediate, too. I mean, I don't know what happens with Trump. I mean, I, I... I, I, I've long given up trying to figure out, you know, Republican administrations when it comes to finances, because in theory, Republicans are supposed to be fiscally conservative. But I've seen no evidence of that with any Republican president in my life. Every Republican president we've had, budgets have gone through the roof and deficits have gone through the roof. So I don't know. But in either case, yeah, no, we're going to have to pay this at some point. This money has to come from somewhere. And it's just a question of how much and how long we end up paying. Greg's in the car. Greg, you're next here in the middle. Hey, Greg, hey, you baby. there? Yeah, BB, I'm right there, right there. Got you, Greg. BB, I, I had to pick up. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, hey, so BB, you're great. So I've been listening to you since you were with Howie, Fox 25, and I always try to listen in the afternoon. So With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But, but, regarding, but regarding your question, so... Um, I'm a quick service restaurant owner. I own multiple locations. 
And I can say with an authority that people are absolutely gaming the system, and it is a, a de-incentive. They're de-incentivized to go back to work. I've had employees tell my uh, my restaurant managers um, that, listen, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to make triple the money. And you see, and they'll look at their social media, and they're you know they're playing Xbox, <laughs> and a whole gang of people in their house. And uh, they're just they're milking it. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely happening. I have locations now in Mass that you can open up the lobbies, but I have to keep them closed because I can't properly staff them. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, a real, it's a real, real issue. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm looking forward, uh, forward to it running out. And I think Bill, I mean, he sounded very sincere, but Bill's really the exception. Um, you know, because everyone else is just gaming it. And, uh, you know, I really can't blame them. I don't like it. I mean, it speaks to your character and work ethic. But you you said it earlier. They're they're just making a, you know, a calculated decision saying, if I can make, you know, three times the money and hang out with my family or, you know, know, people are going to do that. But to your other uh, point, VB, if I could, just regarding the money's got to, you're going to have to reconcile this. That's my biggest uh, pet peeve with this whole thing. We're printing trillions of dollars um, like it's hundreds of thousands. You know, I got a, you know, I know you have a young daughter. I got a 17-year-old, and we're strapping our kids with an unpayable burden, and it's really, really, really shameful. Um, you know, they, there's no mechanism in any one of these bills that forces Congress to at least balance the budget. And eventually, you're going to have to pay, whether it's hyperinflation, taxes through the roof. So I completely agree right. with you. There's no right. such thing as can you imagine? Can you imagine if Biden wins? Uh, <laughs> a, a, I think we all can. We've seen the polls. So, okay, yeah, that could happen. Right. But if it does, think about all the social programs that he's already promised. Again, yes. Are we going to have a Green New Deal if Biden goes in? Do you know how much the Green New Deal would cost? And that's just the tip of the iceberg. You'll pardon the pun. But there's all sorts of stuff he's promised people and that they're talking about doing. I I don't know how any of that could possibly get done with the money we're throwing around here to deal with coronavirus and and business lockdowns. But he's going to do all that stuff on top of that. I mean, it's it's insane to think about. But if you think this is a couple year fix, oh, no, this is going to be a long, long time. I I completely agree with you. And it's just we're going to be we're going to be we're going to be bankrupt. You know, if he gets in and he implements just half of what he's talking about. It's just we're going to be bankrupt, you know. We're going to be a banana republic, another Venezuela. I, I'm really fearful for it, but um, I'm hopeful that he doesn't. Well, but you know, because one of the things, Greg, you got to fear for is what if we never find a vaccine to this thing? I mean, no question. Again, no. that no. happened no. in 1918, 1919. How long is this stuff going to? Are we going to pay? And how long are we going to keep things shut down? Again, let's, Greg. We can feel it already. These these politicians are getting itchy to start closing things down again. We're we're seeing as school gets closer and closer, people are getting really cold feet about it. I don't know if they shut things down again. Oh my God! I mean, when when Fauci says you know we're still in the first half of this thing, 
Think about that in terms of the money, too. We're still in the first half of this thing, potentially. That's what's so frightening, and it should scare everybody. I appreciate the call, Greg. Hang in there. Good luck. I hope you get that stuff open soon. Uh, more of your calls when we come back. Uh, good feedback so far. Keep it coming. Is that 600 bucks a disincentive? It's VB. You're in the middle on RKO. <laughs> Speaking of commercials, Lightning, did you see AOC's commercial for Ed Markey? I did not. It's amazing to me, with all the money in that Kennedy-Markey race, how bad the TV ads are. They are really... Did you see Markey's one, where he's got the sneakers on and he's walking down the streets of Malden as if he knows where it is? But then he's talking about, "Ah, this is where I used to be an ice cream guy. But, I mean, it totally lacks any heart or soul at all joe kennedy's ad the guy sounds so nervous i know that's how he talks but it's like oh man i i can't imagine what the bad takes looked like one of those guys use some of that money to get a tv consultant that goes let's try it this way because you're killing me and the alc one's just exactly it's not how old you are it's how old the ideas are oh god okay are we doing that script but, yeah, we're doing that script. So there you go. Take it for what it's worth. By the way, that's one of the races that would be up in November unless we moved the election as Trump floated today, which is the reason why we haven't talked about that much. And Lightning kept saying, you got to talk about it. you got to talk about it. Maybe I, maybe I did, Lightning. Is there really anything to discuss, though? Like, we're not moving the election, period. Did you see your governor up in New Hampshire's tweet today? I did not, no. Our election's on November 3rd. Uh, We've been doing this for hundreds of years. We're pretty good at it. We're not moving it. Amen. That's it. Done. Exactly. If we didn't move it in the Civil War, and Lincoln had a pretty good phrase about that, too, if we didn't move it during World War II, we're not moving it now. So if that was a trial balloon that Trump floated, uh, it got popped, like, quick. And that was just a really foolish tweet. I don't know why he did it. There's all sorts of conspiracy theories about why he tweeted that, but it was a it was a foolish tweet, period. Now, speaking of foolish, the Globe's editorial today saying that the six hundred extra six hundred dollars in uh, weekly unemployment benefits that is not a discouragement to work. And I'm asking you, is that true, or do you know personally? Of stories where, yeah, people aren't working because they're making more money not working. Gail's in Boxford, the great town of Boxford. Gail, welcome to RKO. Thank you, VB. I'm calling because I can name you people who are retired who had been working part-time, and when they they ended up getting, you know, the, the stimulus check, the 600 plus what, you know, maybe 100, 200. I know high school kids that are getting this, and I can name you probably six or seven people who are using it now, and, but working under the table. So... I don't know where the Globe got this story, but I think they really should check it out. It's it's just a thing, Gail, where you, you just wish that this was the case, and then you think about how much you wish it was the case so long that you actually start to believe that it is the case, and then you're not seeing anybody or you're not running this by people because you can't bump into anybody anymore. And so then you actually convince yourself that this crazy thought that you had is actually reality when it couldn't be further from the truth. Good call, I, I Gail. Know, I appreciate really... it. Be safe up there in that beautiful hamlet of Boxford, by the way. Mike's on the Cape. Mike, you're next here on RKO. All right. So, Vivi, get this. 
I own a small pizzeria restaurant on Cape Cod, right in the middle of Yarmouth on 28. Very busy. Had two full-time employees. Neither one of them will come back to work, even though at work they make considerably more money than they get in unemployment. Hmm. In, in, in lieu of this, my restaurant is now closed because I can't open it because of that reason. I, Are you kidding? I've had an add-on. I've had an add-on for all three months getting ready to open the thing. The ones that worked there didn't come back to work. I hired another girl. As soon as she left the first night of her work, making four to five hundred dollars on one shift, realized the next day I wanted her to fill out her W-2s. No go. That happened three times in a row, and now the business is closed. So, so you got a pizzeria on the Cape, and that is closed right now. It's closed because even because they don't care that they can make more money at work. They make enough now, and they're so used to being on vacation that it's that's that's life for them now. See, Mike, this is another thing. So you know, like I. Redfield, the CDC director, was talking about the unintended consequences of not having kids go back to school. And he was talking about how we see suicide rates going up and drug overdoses going up and whatever. And he's talking about how there are things that, that are happening based because of these shelter-in-place orders and lockdowns that we've really got to consider going forward. You're, you're telling me another one, Mike, which is that people are getting used to this lifestyle. The Globe yeah, would have you believe on, that the people that you're talking about, Mike, are chomping at the bit to work. You're telling me it's quite the opposite. They're like, I'd much rather go to the beach or go mini golfing or go get ice cream than sit there slinging pizzas, even though I can make more money making pizzas. Absolutely. Ah, and it's that's an not excellent call, four, Mike. It's not, it's not just with my former employees. Like I said, I've had yeah. two or three new ones in there, and as soon as they got to sign that paper, they're out the door. It's it's an excellent call, Mike. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's, that's it's that is so crazy. Right. That that <laughs> lightning. Do you know how much money a pizzeria on the Cape would be making right now? And he can't stop. He can't keep people in there working. Mike's up in New Hampshire. Mike, you're gonna have the last word on this one. Welcome. BB, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Gail stole a little bit my thunder. Um, I wanted to talk about a whole population, workforce population, that no one's talking about. That's a part-time worker. Uh, anecdotally, my wife works part-time. Makes about $125 a week before tax. Since COVID, she's making $615 a week after taxes. That's the incentive. Money's yeah. always an incentive. I can't believe it's, the Globe would say that the $600 is not an incentive. I, I'm with Ted Cruz on this one, said they'll pay them what they were earning, maybe a little bit less than they were earning while they were working. But make, make them get back to work. Yeah, Mike, look, this is complicated, right? So we've never done this in our country's history before. We've never shut businesses down and said, you actually, not only, you can't work. And if you even think about doing it, we'll fine you. Okay, so that's never happened. So you can see where there'd be a little bit of a guilt associated with that. So the government says, look, we're making you go against your will. So we're going to make that burden eased a little bit. We're going to give you a little carrot with that stick. And so you can understand why up front 
it was a nice little gift, right? And also, we, I think we all thought, look, this is kind of going to be a one-time thing, and we're going to get a handle on this thing or whatever. What we're finding out, though, is we don't have a handle on this thing. It's still, if you believe in cases and, and positives, whatever, enough people do that this isn't going away anytime soon. And now you say, well, geez, how long can this go on? Especially when you hear that guy on the capes call. When people are like, nah, nah. This is nice, but I can make more not doing this. And so why wouldn't you? $2,000 a month is not a little carrot. That's a big carrot. Yeah. <laughs> and you add that on to just checks, too, Mike, right? Like, again, we don't even know if they're even going to do this second round, but if they do, is there going to be the $1,200 checks up front? They They were talking about that. Now we don't know. And we also don't know on the 600 bucks or whatever, but – and then you got to ask yourself, so if this is round two, is there going to be a round three? Is there going to be a round four? It's just, that's why at some point, it just can't be 600 bucks all the time, forevermore. It can't be. People are getting used to it, obviously. Good stuff today, people. Good calls. Very insightful. Really appreciate it. Keep it up. Tomorrow at noon, we're going to do the same thing right here in the middle. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.